This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Lights out in New Orleans. Kill our light. It is pitch black. And Hurricane Al. Too old to cover the hurricane? He's too old to be doing this. Well, hey, guess what? And the woman pulled out of her car as floodwaters poured in. Then, New Orleans hospital crisis. The hero husband and wife doctors who stayed behind to care for COVID-stricken kids. A lot of babies who are critically sick. And hurricane-proof houses. Secrets to surviving a monster storm. My house survived the hurricane. Plus... Courage under fire. What Sergeant Nicole's family is saying today about her ultimate sacrifice. The last things that she said was, I love being here. And only Betty is left. After the death of Ed Asner, the sole surviving castmate of the legendary TV sitcom. Plus, does eating a single hot dog really take 36 minutes off your life? Could it be true? What the hot dog queen is saying about that. And backseat driver, it's a cow. Ah. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. They are sifting through debris and wading through floodwaters in much of Louisiana, where Hurricane Ida tore through with a vengeance. Ida is now a tropical storm and still dangerous as it marches across the south. All of Orleans Parish is without power and not expected to get electricity for perhaps weeks. Stephen Fabian with more on Ida's wrath. All of New Orleans is without power today. Right now in Louisiana, all right? Orleans Parish, no electricity. Jefferson Parish, pretty much everyone has no electricity. A great American metropolis lights out. In the normally vibrant French Quarter, a flashlight is the only illumination, and it might go on for as long as three weeks. Let's quickly show you what it looks like here in downtown New Orleans when we kill our light. Go ahead, guys, kill it. It is pitch black. Hurricane Ida caused terrible flooding. This driver breaks down in tears as she is rescued from her flooded car. Dad, yes, my car is flooded. It's gone. I couldn't see a damn thing, and I missed the exit, and I kept going straight. These guys are assessing the damage. Suddenly, oh, that roof is coming. Holy The roof is ripped off a building. Listen to the power of that wind. Ida's winds are ripping through the French Quarter right now. Some of these wind gusts are over 100 miles per hour. We spoke to CBS News correspondent Omar Villafranca. It was absolutely brutal. You have to watch out for things that are flying by, and you can hear the wind. It's a weird sound. Um, it was almost like a, a low roar. 
This is what it was like at the height of the storm when a resident opened a window just a few inches. The rain is lashing this high rise so fiercely you can barely see the building. Veteran NBC weatherman Al Roker was reporting for Meet the Press when he was battered by giant waves. We are looking at imminent landfall of this storm. Roker became a trending topic on Twitter, with lots of viewers concerned about his safety. Get 67-year-old Al Roker out of this hurricane, wrote one user. Al Roker getting too old being out in the storm, remarked another. Roker had this response. Well, hey, guess what? Screw you, okay? Uh, try to keep up. Keep up, okay? And this is one of the most dramatic images from the storm. The roof of a hospital blows right off as Ida tears through. And at a time when Louisiana hospitals are already overrun with COVID patients, this is not good. For one couple who are both doctors, the storm found them with the difficult challenge of how to care for their children and their patients. Megan Alexander reports. Nurses scream in terror as Hurricane Ida rips the roof off their hospital. They back away from the windows as debris comes flying at them. The moment also captured from the street below. Oh my God! Hospitals in Louisiana were already in crisis mode, jammed with COVID patients fighting for their lives. And now Ida has knocked the power out. This is nothing like anything we have experienced before. Dr. Emily Masumi and her husband, Dr. Mohammed Masumi, are in lockdown at Children's Hospital in New Orleans. They evacuated their three young children to Atlanta and returned to the eye of the storm to care for their patients. Let's get them to safety, and then that way we can focus on what we're doing here. What's the current situation, and what's the worst that you've seen? We do have several outlying smaller hospitals where a lot of my colleagues in my group are, and there were points where their main power went out and they had to bag babies and other patients. That means they had to pump oxygen by hand into their patients when the generators went down. Meanwhile, across the nation, we're seeing startling new information about just how vulnerable children are to COVID. At one elementary school in California, a teacher took off her mask to read to the kids. She was not vaccinated and did not realize she was infected with COVID. Half the class, 12 students tested positive with COVID. According to the CDC, every kid sitting in the front two rows caught COVID, except for two. Today, the CDC meant to discuss booster shots with one scientist saying the data right now is too limited to recommend wide distribution, suggesting the third shot should only be approved for vulnerable groups and hospital workers. The debris left in Hurricane Ida's path tells the story of her destruction and once again puts the spotlight on building techniques that would stand this kind of force. Houses torn apart, roofs blown away like paper. What could survive 140 miles per hour winds? This house can. It was actually designed to remain intact during a hurricane. In 2018, Bonnie Paulson, a retired flight attendant, had settled into her new home in Mexico Beach, Florida, when Category 5 Hurricane Michael struck with devastating force, even more powerful than Ida. Her neighborhood looked like a war zone. There was nothing here, nothing. As a matter of fact, uh, one of those houses 
flew past our house and landed in the woods over there. But her house was the only one left standing. How was that possible? Why this house and not the others? Currently, we can design homes up to 190 mile an hour wind speeds. Steve Linton is president of Dell Tech Homes, the company that built Bonnie's house and 5,000 others like it with the same design and hurricane prone locations all over the world. Time after time, home after home, it's left standing with no structural damage. The homes are constructed to be twice as strong as a typical house, from the walls to the roof fasteners. So this doesn't happen. Holy hell! The most unique hurricane-resistant feature of the stylish 1,600-square-foot home is the rounded design from the walls to the roof. The aerodynamics are going to push that wind around the house and build up less pressure on the home. In the event of a storm surge, the home sits atop 14 feet reinforced concrete pilings, sunk 25 feet down. If your home is still standing after the storm, you know, you've made your investment back time and time again. And that's good enough for Bonnie. My house survived the hurricane. Wow. It's estimated Ida will cost $40 billion in damages. Pentagon said today that the last plane carrying Americans has left Afghanistan one day before the August 31st deadline. And thus, the nation's longest war has ended. Meantime, one of the final posts from one of the fallen 13 U.S. service members continues to move people. It's a poignant portrait of courage and compassion. 23-year-old Marine Sergeant Nicole G cradles an Afghan child fleeing the Taliban. She posted the photo with the message, I love my job. Six days later, Nicole was gone, the victim of a suicide bomber, along with 12 other brave Americans. Her sister, Misty, says she was fearless. Some of the last things that she said was, I love being here. This is amazing work. Her heartbroken father spoke to the Today Show. She's my hero. She's a warrior. She's just my baby. The father of 31-year-old Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover is also speaking out. And they would have followed him through the gates of hell if that's what it took. And ultimately, that's pretty much what he did. The flag-draped coffins of the 13 fallen were met at Dover Air Force Base by the President and First Lady. The Bidens also met privately with grieving loved ones. There's nothing you can say, nothing you can convey to ease the pain and to ease uh, what all these families are going through. But he was honored to be there yesterday and to, to be able to spend some time with the families. But one group chose not to meet with the president, the family of 20-year-old Lance Corporal Riley McCollum. I spoke with his father and sisters. So did you avoid the meeting with President Biden? My daughter and I did. We just avoided it altogether. I stayed with my brother's wife to look, to look him in the eye. And McCollum was going to become a dad in just three weeks. A Marine lieutenant colonel issued this extraordinary public condemnation of the Pentagon top brass for their handling of the crisis. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying we messed this up. Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller was relieved of his command after posting the video. On Sunday, he posted another, this time wearing civilian clothes. I'm resigning my commission as a United States Marine, effective now. And this remarkable tribute to the fallen. Across America, many bars are setting up 13 beers, one for each of the heroes who paid the ultimate price in the final days of America's longest war. One bar posted a sign next to the beer that read, quote, your sacrifice will never be forgotten.
Other News Today tributes continue to pour in following the death of Ed Asner, who played the irascible Lou Grant on The Mary Tyler Moore Show. His passing has resulted in Betty White becoming the sole surviving cast member. With Ed Asner's death at the age of 91, Betty White is now the sole surviving cast member of the iconic Mary Tyler Moore Show. I think we all need some Kleenex. There's some on Mary's desk. When the show said goodbye after seven great seasons in 1977, cast members gave each other a giant hug for one of the most acclaimed finales in TV history. Ted Knight, who played self-centered anchorman Ted Baxter. Fortunately, the 93-year-old Mrs. Ray was not at home at the time, having died the night before. Was the first to die in 1986. Mary Tyler Moore passed away in 2017. Tributes are pouring in for seven-time Emmy Award winner Mary Tyler Moore, who's passed away at the age of 80. I'm Mary Richards. Uh, hello. Get out of my apartment. Also gone, Valerie Harper. And just this year, Cloris Leachman. And in May, Gavin McLeod. I'm sorry, Sue Ann. Forgive me. You were absolutely right. Let's sit down. <laughs> And now, Ed Asner. They're all so amazing, and the fact that for a moment in time, all of those actors were on one television show in the 70s, it still is, is sort of groundbreaking and iconic to think about today. At age 99, Betty White is all who's left. She played frisky Sue Ann Niven. Look, Sue Ann, don't do that. Go ahead, Lou, you're stronger than I am. Pressure advantage. <laughs> in January, Asner sent Betty birthday wishes. I still get warm when I see this look. Happy 99, baby. Sending you a great big socially distanced kiss. I love you. Like Mary Tyler Moore, Ed Asner also won seven Emmy Awards. He will be missed. Next, Kennedy's Divided. Family feud over the call to free their father's assassin. He killed my father in cold blood. Plus, does eating a single hot dog really take 36 minutes off your life? Could it be true? What the hot dog queen is saying about that? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The news that the state of California will not stand in the way of the parole of Sirhan Sirhan has exposed a rift in the family of the late Robert Kennedy. Jim Murray reports. It's a Kennedy family feud over the parole of assassin Sirhan Sirhan. Horrified, uh, scared. Carrie Kennedy oh, took to the air man. and vowed to fight the parole with all her might. Carrie, the ex-wife of disgraced New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, appeared on Ashley Banfield's TV show shortly after the California Parole Board voted to release her father's assassin. He thought about it in advance. He killed my father in cold blood. 
next to my mother, who was pregnant with my little sister, Rory. Carrie joins a total of six of RFK's surviving children in denouncing the parole. Only two Kennedys, Bobby Kennedy Jr. and his brother Douglas, a Fox News correspondent, are urging Sirhan's release. Douglas even attended Sirhan's parole hearing virtually. To sit across uh, from him on a video screen where he can see my face and I can see his face allowed me to see him as a human being. And all human beings are worthy of compassion and love. Now it's on to Chicago and let's win there. 53 years ago, Senator Bobby Kennedy, who was seeking the Democratic presidential nomination, was gunned down at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. If Sirhan Sirhan's parole moves forward, the 77-year-old assassin says he would either like to live with his brother here at his home in Pasadena, California, or be deported back to Jordan. His brother Munir Sirhan was spotted over the weekend, but declined to comment in this video obtained by the Daily Mail. I was young, I was, you know, immature, I was wild. The convicted assassin told Inside Edition in this rare interview from 1989, he took full responsibility for gunning down the senator. I am totally sorry, and I can't feel but nothing but remorse to, for, for having caused that, that, that tragic death of Robert Kennedy. And if I could say, bring him back to life and talk to him, I would treasure the opportunity. Kerry Kennedy has this to say. I'm going to fight this with everything I've got. The California Parole Board has 90 days to review the decision to release Sirhan before sending it to the governor for his consideration. When we come back, bad news for hot dog lovers. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. It was a scene at the drive-thru so crazy, People couldn't believe their eyes. Move it along. Yes, that's a cow in the backseat of a Buick going through a McDonald's drive-thru in Wisconsin. Jessica Nelson was in line behind the giant cow and captured this crazy video. I thought it was a sticker on the window. I didn't realize that it was like live until it moved. And then I was like, oh, hey. That's a cow. (laughs) But wait, there's more. There was actually three of them total I found out later. What the cow order? We're guessing a veggie burger. And he might not want a hot dog either after the study from the University of Michigan found that eating just one hot dog can shorten your life. And some other foods also made the list. Can eating a single hot dog really take 36 minutes off your life? And if that's true, what does that mean for Mickey Sudo, who has won seven Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contests? Mickey Sudo, seven titles and a new world record. Unbelievable. Over the course of seven championships, I've done an average of 40 hot dogs, I want to say, per contest. Based on the University of Michigan study, has she really lost 10,080 minutes or seven days of her life just from those competitions? I will take this study with a grain of salt and how that grain of salt affects my My health span uh, is yet to be determined. 
The university study warns that eating other popular foods may also shorten your life. Bacon supposedly takes away 6 minutes and 30 seconds per serving. Pizza, 7 minutes 8 seconds. A double cheeseburger, 8 minutes 8 seconds. The study also lists the foods that add to your lifespan. Foods like avocados, 2 minutes 8 seconds. Bananas, 13 minutes 30 seconds. Nutritionist Joy Bauer is author of Superfood, 150 Recipes for Eternal Youth. You definitely want to be eating bananas. They are packed with potassium, which can help to manage your blood pressure. Salmon supposedly adds 13 minutes, 5 seconds to your life. This item might surprise everyone. Peanut butter and jelly actually adds 33 minutes and 6 seconds. When it comes to the PB&J sandwich, it's the nut butter that prevails. It's got heart-healthy fat, protein, fiber, and it's totally delicious. The study is just a guide, but Joy says it's a useful guide to a healthier lifestyle. By making smart food choices, you can actually live longer and stronger, and that is a powerful message. Based on that study, I may be dead before the end of the show, thanks to my old eating habits. Speaking of food, confusion. It's snack time. Finally today, try it. You'll like it. It's baby's first time seeing whipped cream. And whoa, is he confused. Just look at his expression. Mom just keeps squirting the whipped cream. Epic baby side eye. (laughs) Oh, try that at home. That's Inside Edition. Thank you so much for watching. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.